What does girl code mean to you? And have you ever broken it? Are you ready for menopause? Are you going through the mysterious change? And are there things about the menopause that we can actually look forward to? Also, how the hell are you keeping warm this winter without going bankrupt? Because um, we're going to be swapping some toasty tips today to help you out. Now, did you hear that? Did you hear this? Did you hear the harp just then? Yeah, oh, I thought, yeah. I thought I'd, yeah, let me do that again. Sound effects. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. I'm Mommy Imperfect, aka Rina Deepthi Annabelle. And this is a podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat. This is another TPP episode, the power panel, where Rami, Giddith and I get together to discuss female focus, news stories, um, things that we want to get off our chest, basically. So stay with us for the next hour or so. So ladies, let's get into it. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is girl code. And there's a reason I want to talk about it because uh, I have been watching Married at First Sight. I know that you guys are not fans. And we, you know, let's let's just put it out there. I have certain different viewing habits to you guys, right? Yeah. You need, okay. you need the trash in your life. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I am on that trash TV vibe and I don't mind saying so. I took a little diversion to uh, try and watch the Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't last more than two episodes and then quickly came back to trash. Have you guys watched it, by the way? No, no so you made it to two episodes. I made it in like 15 minutes and I found it really eerie, but we'll talk about that later. But the documentary is better. Okay. Uh, I couldn't watch any more of it. I watched two episodes yeah. and I was just like, I can't sinister. cope with it. There's 10 yeah. episodes, 10 episodes. Yeah, it's really sinister, but yeah. It's horrible. Okay, so, you know, you might be watching, I don't know, documentaries, obviously trying to watch Jeffrey Dahmer. I've been watching Married at First Sight and um, I'm a bit behind and I know it's all come to an end right now and they've had the reunion and everything and I kind of know what ha- what's happened because if you're on social media, it's you can't keep away from this thing. But I'm still going to watch it anyway because I like it, okay? And so people who don't know Married at First Sight, reality TV, um, there's these experts who match up um, people with the right match. The people, like, they fit on paper, the science kind of... Uh, matches between like their personality types what they're looking for this kind of thing and then uh, it's basically a Indian old school arranged marriage they see each other on the wedding day okay Um, and then have to kind of take it from there so obviously these are people that want to be on TV anyway there's a lot of drama it's all a bit crazy and stuff but um, this a contestant was said to break girl code basically so um, a contestant called Whitney was matched with a guy called Duca and a guy called Matt was matched with Gemma so Whitney and Duca they had no chemistry uh, Whitney didn't like him she found him fake and annoying uh, Gemma and Matt both appeared into each other both like heavily tattooed and um, seemed to have a lovely wedding day but then didn't hurt it off uh, Matt got annoyed because she kept making vulgar comments um, and because the way she showed her affections was through sex and he didn't like that that pushed him away and then that didn't work out and then Matt and Whitney then had a chat and decided that there was some chemistry between them and um then later on went away and kissed and spent the night together but anyway wow the, yeah wow <laughs> wow, wow. So, I want to go back to Dharma 
back to Doc. I'll have a, I'll have a bit of Dharma, please. <laughs> um, basically, uh, okay, so this girl, Gemma, said to Whitney, you've got no girl code, okay, because, you know, this was a marriage that was set up and then um, she was kind of, had a husband, a husband in inverted commas, and Gemma had a husband and then there was kind of some wife swap going on between these people, right? Um, so this this kind of thing about girl code i wanted to talk about it for a while actually because it does come up oh you know girl code this is girl code you've broken girl code and all this kind of thing what does girl code mean to you uh i'm too old for phrases like girl code so i didn't really have that are you is it old lady code now i'm old lady code or uh a you know a woman's code maybe but girl code no doesn't really it's one of these new things um what doesn't doesn't really no it, well the phrase the girl code yeah. no were we saying code, girl, girl code? code it used to always exist right no I didn't. Well, thanks Romy like... it's been nice to know where we stand in the friendship after like twenty odd years <laughs> you no, have no girl no it, it doesn't mean I don't believe in it but I mean the phrase itself like if I you know no I don't really I don't really walk around going all maybe it didn't my behaviour because of girl code I don't were know you maybe it's just more about what? Maybe it didn't exist in Telford, but it was it was a thing here. Girl code, guy, guy okay, code, girl, even. Listen, girl right. code, girl code is like you know, it's just it's an unwritten set of rules, I think that exists between girl friends. What, Kira? What, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say, but it's always been spoken about, and it's not just girl code. There's a guy code too, right? Yeah. Is there? Are they talking yeah. about the guy code here? Did they mention the guy code? Yeah, yeah, they did actually. Line. They did. It's like did. you know, as a man, you don't do that because, uh, mm. well, this whole obviously, if you're trying to make it work with a girl, then another guy can't swoop in and then take the girl, um, and right. also an ex. There's a thing about exes, like you know, you don't touch another guy's ex if you're friends, or with girls, you don't touch another girl's ex. You know, I mean, I don't know. No. I don't know what you guys think of it, but then this is kind of one of these rules, apparently. I just think it depends on your set of friends, to be honest, because I've yeah. dated two mates before. And I in that circle of friends, it was like, I remember that the night one asked me out, I actually liked the other mate. And it was like a competition between the two. But the one who had the guts to ask me was the one I ended up dating. But then a couple of years later, the other guy asked, the other guy permission to date me, asked me out on a date. Yeah. And we went on a date. And it had no bearing on any of the friendships in the circle. And to be honest, in that friend circle, um, lots of people had actually dated each other, but there was no kind of hard feelings between anyone in the friend circle. So that particular friend circle was all right. But doing that in another friend circle might have been a problem. So it, I think it depends on the code that you have between your friendship circles, not necessarily um, any of this kind of this is the code yeah, for all women I, I, and this is the code for all men i guess yeah, for, I, I'm a bit, I think it's a bit i don't know i'm not sure i'm not quite sure about it I just no but it doesn't it's it, just weird okay the whole the whole girl code thing though doesn't it just mean things like you know looking after each other supporting each other being each other's cheerleader uh if you're out that's feminism if, yeah <laughs> that's feminism, i mean this right? is it's this is okay i don't know because feminism is a whole other debate which we can go yeah. into right which we probably will go into at some point but then this whole thing of like you know when you're out together like 
one of you gets drunk and you make sure you look after that person and get them home properly you know um i don't know keep each other's that's, secrets don't blab it to people um, that's just being good that, friends yes it is but it, but it's even it's things like you know like do you remember when we used to go clubbing and the the friends used to make in the toilets? Do you remember toilet friends? Am I the only one that made well, friends? Meeting with friends in, why are you meeting black? friends in toilets? Yes, like the girls that you met in the toilets of clubs were like, yeah. you suddenly struck up this like really nice conversation. Like, conversation, oh my God, okay, like, yeah, yeah. This, that, whatever. And you know that that girl would have been the one actually holding your hair back if you were being sick in the toilet and she didn't even know you. There was a thing, like a, a cam- camaraderie type thing. Don't you remember? That's a mutual respect and loyalty mm. and your, you know, it's not, I don't being think it's a decent human code. being. It's just a, being a decent human being, isn't it? It's just, yeah. I think this girl code thing, I'm, I'm, look, I'm the woody of the group, clearly. But does, is it like Even just the in the dating yeah. world? Is it just in the dating realms? Because I didn't date much. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't know. But I didn't really date much, to be honest. But but is but, it just? It just it just seems to be in sort of um, male and female relationships that code. It just exists in that realm. This is well, um, the context code, decency, and just I don't know. I mean, did she break girl code on that show? Um, I it's like the thing it is a show, but it's like you know, like it's a show, and obviously you're there, and it's not like a absolute binding marriage. But I feel a bit like I feel like the, it kind of shows what kind of a person you are. If it's like I know this is a show, it's not a real marriage and whatever, but then it's like there are certain rules of the experiment that you're in, and you have to kind of respect those rules and people's feelings as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. do you know oh, what? This course. other girl's crying because this guy doesn't like her. Her apparent, you know, husband doesn't like her and she really wants to make it work. And then you're there going, oh, I quite like him, you know. And it's like, do, you don't want them to kind of like sort out their situation and then come out of that. And then I feel like then the, then the decent thing to do is like, okay, is this formally you stepped away from this? I'm now going to step in, right? I just feel a bit like, then the flirting behind people's backs and all this. I don't I don't think it's uh, the decent thing to do, personally. But is that, that just not a, a sign of the society that we live in these days? Maybe when we were growing up, we just didn't do these those things. Like, you know, that was the decent... The values that we had growing up were maybe slightly different to what they are now. Um, really? Everyone thinks... Yeah, I think so. There's, it seems to be a bit of a free-for-all. Um, you're, it's more easy to flirt with people because you have more access to people online. Um, and again, in that situation, they're all there looking for their best life partner. So why are you going to settle for second best if that person, you know, the other person's not? It's that, you know, they, they, there's, it's a game in their head, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a case of love at first sight or whatever it was, married at first sight, um, like our Indian ancestors might have done, um, where, you know, they had no other choices. Yeah. That was it. They, there wasn't, they weren't, weren't thinking, oh my God, that, that person or that person or that person or that person. Once that thing was done, it was done and they lived with it and they accepted it. Whereas we're not so accepting these days. We're like, hmm, that could be better. That could be better. Let me keep my options open. We're that kind of society these days. Yeah. This whole keeping your options open, um, I I do feel definitely there's a there's that uh, that going on you know it's like I don't know it's 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 kind of like you know like I think we were a bit more kind of uh open about saying I like you you like me we are going out and this is obviously an exclusive thing right it's an ob- it's not like oh you know what I've still got about five other people on the go it wasn't that wasn't normal do you yeah. get what I mean whereas I, now I feel it is I feel like you know like 
I don't know, six months later, after you've like done this and that, slept with someone and stuff, you then might mention, oh, do you know what? Shall we be exclusive, right? And then six months after that, you might have the actual himmat to be like, I actually love you, whether you do or not. And and whereas I, I feel like we were still, um, we still had that thing of like, you know, I love Commitment. you was a, yes. And, and people were quite a bit more forthcoming with the fact that they actually were, they loved someone, you know? Maybe it's because well, we watch too to many Bollywood movies. I don't know. Though, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to be exclusive with somebody is these days. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm chatting to you, and I'm maybe chatting to um, four other girls at the same time, and then I'll I'll pick. I still can't do that, which is probably why I have a problem dating because it's not like that out there. Because people are talking to a million people, and as soon as they say to me, like, yeah, I'm also talking to four other girls, it's like, well, you ain't got time See to later. talk to me then, mate. Bye. <laughs> Is that the norm then that you're finding? Like, yeah, that's the norm I'm finding. Like that, that's that's what it is. Like people are chatting to loads of people, and people who are interested in you will then say, "Oh, so have you chatted to anyone else? How are you how are you going?" And I'm like, what? I'm not. What? You know, it's not. Oh, I'm not going to discuss how your other dates are going. That, that's oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I don't, I don't do that, and you know, I don't do that. So yeah. I can't. I'm, you know, you, you either kind of make a commitment to. If, if something's like 60, 70% of the way, you make a commitment to date that person exclusively and try and see if the rest of it works, right? But you mm. can't do that if your mind's on a different million different other people. So, yeah. I, I mean, going back to the show, I don't think, I don't know, like obviously the experts got it wrong with those guys and they those two have decided, oh, actually we have a connection, let's get together. It's not as if like she or the guy had known anybody yet. They weren't, like long-term yeah. friends were they they're just like other people on a show it's just like dog eat dog mate <laughs> it's a yeah, game, right it's a game show i know it is you're the best I, person I, for yourself i yeah i think that's how they kind of played it like oh i've come here to feel butterflies in my stomach and i'm gonna feel it god damn it with <laughs> someone else's husband you know whatever but i feel i feel like it does show like who you are as a person like if you if that's your mindset that's what but i if them, yeah i think but so. if I them think two got right, together and lived happily ever after, then what would you say? Then I'd still be like, well, do you know what? The way you went about it was wrong. And maybe if you if you were meant to be, you would have still been even after you came out of this thing or after you like, formally ended you it with these broken, people. Would you still not have broken girl code then? Yeah, but once something is like properly like it is over buried, do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I don't know. Your, wife's, your other wife's not. not cold yet, mate. And then this girl's coming. Do you get what I mean? So it's like, I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what you have to wait for somebody else. Because in, in that time, if you waited for the other other person to go cold, do you think there might have been a chance that she might have then missed out on her long-term forever person? No. I personally, or did she have to grab the chance while she had it? No, I well, I personally believe that if something is going to happen and it's meant to be, then it's meant to be. Even things like, you know, like sometimes when you're, um, you like somebody, they like you, but then things don't line up. Do you get what I mean? And you end up going different ways or maybe going out with different... Yeah, yeah, later, yeah. And then you come back oh, together God, again. Know, this, is, Why? this is too Bollywood. This is too this Bollywood. Is, yeah, exactly. You're no, getting Bollywood. But you don't believe in all this. Yeah, it might be why lose out on it for 50 years. Yeah. And get together when you're 60 again. What's the point about that? What's the point of kismet, that? Kismet, man. Read into the kismet. She's like, kismet. I am. Kismet will bring you back together when you're old and grey and you can enjoy your love then after you've dealt with crap for the last 50 years. 
so what do you what are you saying just jump at your opportunity and if you if that's what you want go for it is that what you're saying one i, I don't game show, show tv show scenario yes <laughs> Yeah, because they're all in it for I'm, themselves. I'm glad you're married at home, Romy, and not, on, know, you know, I mean, like, on married really at first sight into. doing randomness. <laughs> but you're no, right. I just think a game show, that isn't a real scenario anyway. They're in it for themselves. They're in it to be on TV. It's a very fake scenario all together. If you're hearing, by the way, sorry, if you're hearing knocking sounds and things like that, we've got builders in the house, by the way. So just ignore them. It's not anyone knocking on my door. Um, um, but yeah, but all that—that's kind of fake scenario, and and it, it's not true to anything. And I think, yeah, I think there's a code of behavior, like etiquette, behavior, that kind of stuff. But it's not girl code. I don't think you should have to give up everything of yourself just because another girl's another person's a girl. I mean, or it, another person's a woman. It, it, it gets it's, a bit awkward. That's a bit silly. Um, I mean, it it does get a little bit awkward sometimes with you know old girl code and whisper stick together and all this kind of thing like i've i'm going to be honest like without giving too much of this scenario away of who people are there was an ins instance that i basically um oh uh yeah i basically okay so there's there's a, a couple who were together for a long time okay they had kids and everything and you know i knew the woman through the guy because he was the one that was close to me okay and so you know this was an on-off relationship and then they broke up and then as far as I know you know um the 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 girl the woman has been like okay you know it's really sad but it's over and kind of I'm like oh okay is it really over then I'm really sorry to hear that it's not very good and whatever but then it's like okay as far as I know the last conversation I had with you was that this is done right and then so then this guy uh starts going out with somebody else and shares a picture of this new girl on Instagram and then I reply because obviously this is somebody who you know I know I've known for a very long time I reply to that Instagram story um is that your new girlfriend very pretty which she was right okay then the ex who I was were friends with and thought I was still a friend with uh for some reason uh, ended up seeing this message which was a obviously a private message right and then you know we had this kind of whatsapp exchange of like oh you know you're a, like I basically got cancelled I got cancelled very quickly after that you commented on your friend's photo on your male friend's photo yeah yeah about yeah. and and the thing is and, and then I felt bad about it I did feel really bad about it because I was just like I didn't I didn't want you to see that I wasn't being a snake but it's just like you it, I understand the 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 fact that it's sensitive and I didn't want you to see that because I know it must feel quite bad but then the thing is this is actually like this guy I've known him for like you know 20 years and you know obviously he's the one that I knew first and uh you know I don't I knew you afterwards that I want him to actually be happy have I thought this was a mutual thing you've chosen to move move on so if you have moved on that's nice be happy with whoever you're with but then, um, yeah, and, that, and I kind of felt like, oh, is that like breaking girl code or, you know, do you know what I mean? I think every situation... Because I haven't spoken to that person since and this was yeah, like but a year ago. I think every, every, every situation is different and every situation depends on your relationships with people. Like I was saying, certain circles of friends, certain friends behave differently and you know people 
personally as well so you think okay this person would be okay that without this person wouldn't sometimes you get it wrong but often when things go wrong in a relationship and and people use their friends as like punch bags and cushions or whatever you want to call it right it is like the friendships that get damaged how many times have you had a couple who've argued and done everything and spoken to you and spilt their heart out to you then gone back to get each other and then you're left feeling like a bit awkward I've had that I get that yeah, a yeah. lot oh my god you're literally Warring crying couples. for them you're literally like almost in and then they're back yourself. together yeah, yeah, and then you Oh my god. So where's the code there? Where's the where's the friendship code there? Where's the what code there? You know, it, it works two ways. But I just think it's about being decent people and and um yeah, and and respecting each other and and that kind of thing. But I don't think it's got anything to do with girl code because if girl code exists, that means we're not giving allowing um girl code, woman code, whatever you want to call it. If that that means we're not allowing the men to take responsibility for their behavior right um, I, th- I think as far as I- if we're if we're if we're saying to a girl you shouldn't do that but that if that guy likes her back you're saying if your ex likes your friend what you know you're saying to that your girlfriend girl code you're breaking girl code what about your ex what, what code's he breaking why are you putting the responsibility on the woman and not on the man there's an issue there as well so I just think yeah. it's about I don't think girl code guy code should exist and I think sometimes you can hide uh, bad behaviors behind girl code, girl code and guy definitely. code, yeah. right? Just, because it's, key. it's just a key. It's, it's just, just messy. Yeah, I just don't like the connotation of it, really. No. Um, could you and have you ever been able to make a friendship with like a partner's ex or somebody that they had a, a thing with? What do you mean? A your your ex? partner? Yeah. Your partner's ex girlfriend. Could you be their friend? Have you been there? Have you? had a situation where then you've ended up friends and gotten past that oh my god you were his I am I am friends with an ex and he's married and I know his family and I know his sisters and I know everything no I mean say if you if you got married to somebody went out with somebody and he he had an ex-girlfriend yeah that you you kind of knew and would you be okay then to then be her friend I don't know. It just depends. It depends on every, I think, like I say, every situation is different. I'm not the same with every ex, like every, every person mm-hmm. I've dated, I'm not the same with. So no, I don't but have I think it's like exes. a mutual breakup and. You just don't get on. Yeah. It's, it's still, I'm saying every situation is different, isn't it? If, if you think, yeah, we dated for three weeks, we didn't really hit it off as a, as a couple, but we're going to stay friends. Mm. Um, and you're happy for them when they move on. What's the problem? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, we think that way, but then a lot of people are, are like, "Ah, that's it. You should never do that. You're dead to me." Yeah, is, but there's other, know? but there's other relationships where I wouldn't. There's other like longer relationships where things have been more complicated and stuff. But actually, I don't want to know my ex, and I don't care who he's with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's that situation too, and there's always situations of girls getting jealous. And we had it at university where, like, even guys who are friends be like girls would be like oh what are you being like that for you know I fancy him and I'm like yeah and I'm helped getting you together but he's my friend do you know what I'm saying it's yeah. like I don't fancy him it's but it's like in, yeah, that kind of uh you know that's another girl's insecure. insecurity yeah, yeah. And that insecurity exactly. is being pushed onto you and that gets hidden behind a girl code right because mm-hmm. that's just nonsense you know, if I've got male friends, I told and- you it was nonsense in the first place. It's yeah, like, no, ladies, this it's is just nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> I don't believe in girl code. 
And you know, I know you guys said that there's a guy code, but really, do guys do guys have a code? I think well? guys I actually think stick so. to their guy code better than girls stick to girl code. Yeah. Guys are kind of like I think guys do that thing better than we do. I think um, with women, and I don't like to generalize, but there is that kind of we should be doing this, we should be doing that. But they is just they're like, yeah, I want to date whatever, whatever, and it's like kind of out there. And if it's a no, it's a no. If they're gonna fight about it, they're gonna fight about it, and you all know they're gonna fight about it. It's not like yeah and i like that about guys to, the straightforwardness actually there's sometimes a little bit more straightforward it's kind of you know what going back to like those cavemen days like let's have a fight about this or just forget about it you know what i mean like or just yeah. like, be cool about yeah, it yeah yeah exactly I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you know where you kind of stand with them yeah but I, I think the guys kind of deal with the guy code better than the girls deal with the girl code girl code is just uh, layers and layers of don't know what <laughs> Let's leave that there then. So let's let's talk <laughs> yes, about the, the M word, the M word. How are you feeling about the M word? Because it's menopause month. And um, I just wanted to chat to you guys and see how you're feeling about this. Because like we, I, I mean, we've had no reason to talk about it much really. But I feel like I've, it's, I've been thinking about it a little bit more now, maybe because of my age or, you know, people are talking about it a little bit more. How are you feeling about menopause, perimenopause? Oh, I don't know. Um, I seem to be thinking about <clears throat> my health a little bit more. So any changes that I'm noticing, not my skin or my hair and stuff, I'm kind of thinking, oh, oh my God, that's mm. it. It's perimenopause. Oh, it's here. Da, da, da. Yeah. Or I kind of, I kind of find myself thinking, you know, it could be anything. It could be like, I don't know, a bad hair day and I'm going, oh my God, or I'm just all feeling really hot or, and then yeah. feeling really cold and then just feeling really hot again. I'm thinking, oh my God, that's it. Was that a hot flush? So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm like, oh my God. I'm always like, is this the menopause? So I'm hyper vigilant about sort of symptoms and then going just because I, it's just, I want to make sure that if it is, that, that I know that it is and I'm not, you know, it seems like the most scary part of menopause is that that, you know, you go through this turmoil and ups and downs and it's always the negative. I only ever hear the negative bits of it, right? Yeah, um, I'm scared. I am I feel like I'm actually yeah. scared about <clears throat> it. And, and and do you feel informed? Do you feel informed, Kirith? Like, do you feel like maybe your mom has spoken to you about it or other people? I feel informed. I feel okay about it. I'm scared about it for a different reason to both of you. Mm. So both of you are married and you've had kids, mm. right? And I've not had that scenario so for me it's a different scary for a different reason mm. um despite what people say it is scary for that reason but otherwise um otherwise for me i i i feel otherwise i feel okay about it you take each day as it i'm one of those to take each day as it comes and you deal with everything on that day and you go on i'm that mm. kind of person yeah. so in that sense i feel like ready for it i keeping healthy I do the things I need to do um I sometimes think we talk about things and make them more scary than they are probably um, because our elders just got on with it yeah I was a lot of them had a million said. babies and they just got on with whatever they needed to do however they needed to do and they took it on we as women are different to men yes we need to deal with this yes does it make the world in an equal place yes it does so the world needs to help us adapt sometimes and be a bit nice to us um, but but we need to do our bit too to help ourselves. Um, and I just think, yeah, for me, it's take it one day at a time, seeing my mum go through it 
um, you know, see my, some of my aunties go through it. Um, some of my friends are beginning, other friends are beginning to talk about it and checking where they're at now. Some of them are getting test blood tests to check if they are and things like that tests to check if they are and not. Um, me, yeah, it's scary for a different reason, but a day at a time. I, I do get it. I do get that what, the reason that you're saying and it, it is that because it's a air of finali- finality, isn't it? Like that comes with it. Um, naturally, you're not, you can't conceive naturally if yeah. you wanted to anymore. Mm-hmm. And and that's, that's a big deal if you're not a mum at that age. Yeah. And I think what really got me is a few years ago, and this was still while I was in my, my difficult situation, um, I watched a show, um, Alex Jones, on the beep, which from the one show, um, but yeah. she had a documentary about um, her. She was worried about having babies late in life. She was married. She hadn't had kids, and she explored did a whole show exploring um, the menopause, when she would possibly go through the menopause, looking at family history, all, and it was really deep. Um, and she was exploring her fears about the same thing, um, mm. and that hit me hard. And I think that stayed with me quite yeah it stayed with me quite a lot um and you think about it but in terms of like physically it's like I'm okay like mentally physically I think otherwise I'm okay but that's the only fear Mm. I was looking at some um just some research yesterday and it there was some research right according to a new survey that seven in ten women blame the menopause for their divorce or marriage problems with some saying it has increased arguments or domestic abuse that's oh, a bit scary. Gosh, that's awful. And, yeah, and that I, a lot of people bring like this brain fog and like more irritability and that kind of thing. And it's mm. like, you know, even like because Demita McCall, like I really like the fact that she talks about this kind of stuff now. Yeah. Because, too, you know, yeah. she said that, you know, she was, I think she was on a TV show and she couldn't remember somebody's name. Like Lawrence, Lawrence Llewellyn, but yeah, Llewellyn she was Llewellyn, like, yeah. uh, I can't remember your name, and and you and you might feel like, oh my god, like is this early onset Alzheimer's or something like that? But you know, it, that's why it's good to know that okay, these things, yeah. the brain fog, it's a normal thing. It's okay. We need to talk about them. I'm not saying we don't need to talk about them. I'm just saying that's my, that's how I deal with mm. it. But I think, um, yeah, I think normalizing it so that people, partners, men, um, understand that these things happen yeah. and they need to accommodate. You know, I know like a lot of times um, my dad didn't understand. Mm. And I know a lot of times, even though I've, you know, with three men in the house, like I have bad PMT and I know I can be emotional on certain days before. And I know I am. And I know if somebody gets somewhere bad, whatever, they're going to get it from me. Right. But um, if I'm saying I've, I'm, I've got PMT as well at the same time, then... The, the, you know that kind of accommodating situation if you're openly yeah. saying this is my situation I know I'm a bit emotional on those days mm, I, but I'm, not to but also not to rubbish what I'm actually saying but just be like yeah she's overly emotional maybe or she's feeling yeah, yeah. It more yeah. than she would feel it but it doesn't mean what I'm saying is wrong but just accommodate for the over emotion and the same way with with the menopause you know like I've seen mom like mom was terrible um yeah. at the beginning um and and her hot flushes cold flushes it was really difficult and I think dad didn't always necessarily understand mm. but that's because she didn't talk about it as openly or people in especially in our community 
it, nope. it's even harder to talk about you know it's like oh a woman's not fertile anymore whoa you know it, it, it being fertile is a yeah. is a great big thing in our community yeah, yeah. isn't it so even though it's the end of your you've done been there done that had your babies done that it still seems to be a bit of an issue and makes women less desirable apparently um but I don't think that's the case that's just brainwashing yeah um, uh, I I also get bad PMT and that's what I'm most worried about. I'm, I'm worried for my family, not myself. If they're going to survive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they going to survive it? Yeah. That's what I'm concerned about, to be honest. So um, I also had a look at this list, right, um, that I found on this article because there's a lot of articles now floating about, about menopause, which is good because yeah. it's menopause month. So one article was about things that you can look forward to. Menopause, right? The good points about menopause. So saying goodbye to periods forever. And this is, I, I did actually think when I was younger, I was like, menopause sounds great because you don't have to have periods. And then after that, since then, I've heard women who are menopausal saying, do you know what? Give me a period. Give me a heavy period. I will have a happy, heavy period regularly, happily, rather than go through all this other crap that I'm going through. So, but you know, when you're young and dumb and you don't realise. So, but yes, I guess, you but know. But don't you, do, have you never had that situation where like, I just want my period? What, like, so you can feel you normal like that way? Because you're like, you should feel normal again. Yeah, you know, it's of course. Up and you're like, just want my period, period, just come, just get it out yeah. of the way, just just come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you of know, course. you can deal with life after it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been like that. No. Have you not? <laughs> Okay. I, okay, we get it. Yeah, just stay away from us at a certain time of the month. Then it's like it just I mean, yeah, you know, it's just like just, you know, have my period. Uh, skull and yeah, crossbones. I'm boring like, when it comes to period. I don't really. It doesn't really boring. The stable. Things, the so. word is stable and it's good for me. <clears throat> stable. <laughs> stable. I've, I've suffered from really bad period pain, so I'm not even gonna. So so that's like, so okay. That's a good thing, right? So no need for sanitary protection. So. We're not supposed to say sanitary anymore, are we? We're supposed to say period products because it's yeah, not products. a dirty thing. It's completely normal. Anyway, yeah. so uh, the fear of unwanted pregnancy is removed. <laughs> Sex without contraception. <laughs> Woohoo! Still not great. I know. It's like, mm, okay, you might want to still it's consider okay. contraception, you know, just to keep yourself safe. I don't think the fear of diseases, I don't think diseases go away because your period has gone away. <laughs> um, you feel more free. Um, I don't know about that. You, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't you know. Couldn't, you couldn't say that. I was I mean, looking at this list, right? That same list. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at some of these and it's like, we wouldn't know. You're just projecting hope. Yeah, 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 I know. But then it's good to hope. But then I, I think, I think part of it is also like about getting older anyway. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the yeah. whole feeling more free, like as I'm getting older, feeling more free. And like, so the, the next one is experiencing a new lease sort of, free, of appreciation for life. Um, now, you know, and one of them is feeling more liberated, having more confidence. So the I feel like that comes with getting older anyway. So around that age, you know. But the menopause isn't like your period just stop one day. It happens gradually. You're, yeah, so you're yeah, still kind exactly. of wondering when they're going to stop. So it's not like, yes, I've got a new lease of life. I've like gone through. You don't actually know when you've stopped until no. you've, for a long period of time, you've gone through something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually the process of going through it is still really difficult. But these are, yeah. these are the nice bits at the end, right? That you, yeah. you know, we're not going to know any of those, you know, until, no. we're, uh, until we're there, mate. One <laughs> sex is mentioned two times on here. Better sex and a higher sex drive. Apparently, we don't know. Uh, no, I know, but you know what? This is a great list for hope. You know, <laughs> great list. it's, it's a, a, great it's a very nice, positive, hopeful list 
that we should all keep in mind. But I think it's actually, we laugh, but it's really important because I think the yeah. three of, you know, otherwise men, menopause is just seen as like, you know, hush, hush, negative. she's going through the change. That's all I remember when I was a kid. My mom might have said, oh yeah, she's going through the change. Yes, like, oh, that is it. They, my mom does that change. as well, the change. The, the change. body which changes, yeah, yeah. Change. Yeah. changes. What's the, it's like, what is this change thing? Yeah. It's like the other word, you know, they use like weird words to say things like smart instead of of beautiful yeah. or, you know it's like what it's, it's just like yeah well, they, a cheap personality code. or the a cheap code. personality they see code yeah they see code <laughs> it is oh, it is um but no what so i was as i was saying i just saying it's just nice to see you know a positive article that ladies you know yes it's a difficult stage to go through and once you're through the other side these are the nice things that are, you know it's just yeah, gives it's nice. hope, isn't it because at the moment sometimes and though Davina's doing a lot of work on on it and it, it, to people in our age group that's really good because we've grown up with seeing Davina on the tv and all that kind of stuff so and she's being a champion yeah. for it and she's you know pushing for legis- legislative change and all this kind of stuff and HRT treatments and all you know it's it's all I'm feeling like um, it's not something to sort of be daunted by anymore. I'm feeling informed. I'm informing myself. And and it's not just me just doing my own little research. It's us talking about it and then actually just in the wider community. And actually not being afraid to um, just say to people. I mean, would you just say to people, oh, sorry, that's just me and my um, Well, I don't know. And this is, I don't, the way I am, I would probably be like, oh, do you know what? I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'll turn up, put on my professional face and you're not going to know anything about me. So I would probably do that. Whereas it probably might be better to be like, do you know what? I am going through the menopause. I don't know how I'm going to be. Um, I and- think there's a balance though. I think um, rather than this whole, like I'm put myself all out there all the time, every bit of me, like, you know, that like yeah. what like we've become as a society, there has to be a bit of professionality, but then you still have to have those conversations. And I, and again, have conversations with your friends. Like, like we're talking about this right now. I talk about it with my other friends, right? And, and having healthy conversations with your girlfriends yeah. is is a really empowering thing. Don't keep it to yourself, but it doesn't mean you have to always go out to the whole world and say, guess what? I am this. You don't have to do it that way because some people do. Right. And but but thing is, sometimes I feel like the more information that there is out there and the more sort of scientific stuff that people tell you, it scares people. Yeah, Um, it it does. You know, you know, there's that, too. um, On um, my uh, other live that I did this week uh, about the boobs boob check 101 mm. right so I shared on there um about finding lumps under my arms how I had them for ages and the whole process of getting them checked and stuff and then even like my own husband was like oh why are you telling the whole world about this and I'm like I don't actually care because you know what the reason I'm saying it is yes it is a personal thing but the thing is some some people that might actually help somebody like some people may not know that or be like well what's this or you might not know that breast tissue can exist under your arms and you know check here as well I was just checking no, that was boob. really useful you know, so no that was really good thank you for that one. Oh, yeah. that no that's good I'm glad it was good a lot of people thought that was quite helpful and I just think that you know the certain things just keep, keep it to yourself but even the reason that we're talking about this is because you know we a lot of people might be feeling like this and mm. th- on this list as well is um 
making new friends and it's like and I feel like okay you can make new friends at any age and it's nice to know you can still make new friends when you get older but this whole thing of like you know we are going through this very thing this thing that is very specific to women it's our agenda goes through it and we're going to yeah. actually be a bit open and talk about it and you know it's, it's not easy so let's actually talk about it with each other even if we don't spill it out to the whole world and that's quite a nice thing yeah to do having these conversations is so important and I think being able to go to work and be able to say to your manager I am going through this stage of my life and I think that has to be something that's normalized yeah um, you know that those things are important. What I'm saying is you don't have to go there and everybody doesn't have to go out there and say, I am going through this. I don't know this and tell it to the whole world, but, but do talk about it with your friends and stuff. Yeah. Some, you know, like there is like TMI, um, it, you know, but, but it is important to have these discussions, just be sensible about where you have them, I think, mm-hmm. and how you have them as well. Um, because at the same time, and I hate to bring this up, up, um, for those that don't understand, they do target and vilify as well. And that makes you, will just make you feel worse. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So Especially that, if you're feeling vulnerable at that time as yeah, you're going yeah. through it. And then you put it out there and then you find actually people aren't as supportive and people are saying nasty stuff mm. online or on socials or whatever. It's not going to help you in any way. But yeah. do talk to the right people, supportive people around you. Yeah. Yeah. So this, do you see this comment that popped up? There is a, hang on, let me put it back up. Yeah, there's a guy code, hundred percent. There's a guy code. Yes, that's what we were talking about. There's a guy code. Uh, We get it. We respect it. You do. You do. You got. You know. Do pistols at dawn. Whatever you're gonna do, or whatever you guys do. We. uh, (laughs) They just talk uh, it out. Have a couple of beers. It's all good, mate. Yeah, we respect it. We respect it. Okay. I guess as long as no one's bashing each other with the code, we're all, we're all good. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Boy we're good. or girl. So, okay, the last thing I want to talk about is um, how are you keeping warm? Because obviously it's a big deal now. Like energy prices are like mad crazy at the moment. Um, you know, there's 80% increase in energy costs. Um even what the government is offering to help is not a lot. So a lot of people are like, it's a topic of conversation at the school gates. Have you put your heating on yet? Have you put your heating on yet? And yesterday I came across a couple of difficult art, different articles on news websites about women who have managed to, I don't know why it doesn't matter that they're women or not, but they just happen to be women. They were living without heating for years and now they're sharing their tips on how people can do it. And obviously the reason that they're sharing these tips and that, that people are, you know, viewing it so much is because we want to know, you know, um so what what are you guys doing what is the plan what's the plan um so we haven't put our heating on yet and um normally it would be on by now but it's quite warm so the weather hasn't been i mean it's like 17 18 degrees right i'm in the south so um i think we've been quite lucky normally by the time the kids have gone to school like the start of september our heating used, would have been on, like last year, it would have been on definitely, most definitely by mid-September. So now, what is it now, the 19th of October, we're still not putting the heating on. So we're just trying to be a bit more mindful and just trying to, um, you know, manage without it. I think, like I said, I think the weather has helped so far, but going forward, I think it's going to be really difficult. But, you know, we've got one of those energy meters, we've switched like, we, uh, and when I say we, 
I have done none of this. My husband has done all the research. Sat's done all the research. And he, we, we even switched to like uh, a lower, you know, like a night. Do you remember Economy 7? Yes. My dad used to go on about Economy 7 all the time. All the time. Right. So, like, so, because um, we've got, so we've got an electric car. And so we have been, so with this tariff was available to us that we could charge it at a lower rate overnight. Um, but then you can obviously use the washing machine and the dishwasher at that time as well. So it's a slightly higher tariff during the day, but a lower tariff. It's like 40p during the day per kilowatts, but 10p during the night. So we've done made that switch because obviously we, we, you know, we're charging the car. Um, but then now trying to move switch to not just putting the dishwasher or the washing on. Dishwasher always goes on at night anyway, but the washing machine, I mean, I would just do in between Zoom meetings or whatever. So that's a bit of a change. So what are we supposed to be doing? Just doing then? whatever we can. Wait, well, when are we supposed to do the washing then? Night. You can well, stay yeah, up well, at night cheaper. and do everything now, right? Well, no, not going to No, I'm just like looking at Rena's face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> set my alarm for two. I set two a.m. alarm to put washing. <laughs> <laughs> no, just putting it on at night. So just using, you know, I've got one of those with an app, and you just you put it on, and it will it will you just you know and put and put, and put it out in the morning. So just doing just doing a little bit like that. I might buy some draft excluders, um, but then when it needs to go on, we will put it on. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I did read these articles that you know of these ladies that are these women who have managed to. One was kind of like, yeah, I've got lots of blankets and hot water bottles, and you know, they, she's got a wood burner. Yeah, so she's got a wood. wood she's burner. like, oh, I recommend a wood burner. It's like, well, do you know what? Not everyone's gonna she shell out for out a wood burner. Cotswolds. She doesn't have. To yeah, well, exactly, about. and and it's like you know, if you're renting a property, your landlord's not going to be like, yeah, cut a hole in my ceiling so you can put your wood burner in and heat the whole house, right? And so that's not really going to work. But the other one, the other one was a bit more like you've got to get the condensation off the window. And then yeah. her tips were like really real, like real extreme, tips, extreme, right? Because don't use your best cups, and because the you might break the a cup. Yeah, because they might be cup. so cold that they might crack when you mm. put the boiling water in. I know. Yeah. I and was I mean, like reading bit... that, going, "Oh my god!" And then damp and bed sheets being damp, and I was just like reading it, going, "Oh my god!" I, I felt a bit. Sad. I I did feel sad reading that, but then. Bit. You know. So I think before where we wouldn't have been, we've just blase, put the heating on. I think we're just, we're going to obviously still put the heating on. We've got three young children. But just to have a little bit more of a, be, being a little bit more mindful. I, I was freezing last night actually watching Bake Off on TV. And I was like so tempted to like put the gas fire on. And just because it's a, just a gas fire in that room, right? So, but then because, you know, we've been talking to the kids about, saving energy and you know we, we you know we talked yeah. to them about everything the kids are like no That's mommy so cool. no i'm just gonna go i'll go get your hot water bottle and while he ran upstairs oh. and she got my hot water bottle That's so cute. i obviously didn't let her fill it but i was just like oh, thank you that was really helpful and I, yeah it was fine then i was fine just had the hot water bottle so just making decisions like that while we can until we can and and, and until it's like okay do you know one I've of the like, condensation on my nose yeah now. let's just let's just put the heating on um one of the ladies was like yeah you have loads of hot drinks and like so i the hot drinks that i like to have is coffee so i literally i will literally be caffeinated to my eyeballs because i'll be like oh i'm no, so wait. cold i have more coffee and that's actually mental obviously one thing i've started no, doing you should have herbal teas because they them. count towards your water into i hate water herbal teas intake. i literally I, I, do you know how hard i've tried to like herbal teas over the years i've tried so hard to like herbal teas and i i, I pretended to like them a lot of the time 
I pretended well, and I don't I hate ones them that I can deal with I hate that's them. the ones I have but for anyone that knows me I do not do the cold and you I think you both I don't I, I don't do the cold either and I, know I don't you... do the cold to the point where I have a fan heater I've had a fan heater in my room over summer and you know and <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I listen. I had a fan heater and a fan next to each other, next to my bed, because I didn't know which I, have I was going to need. I the window open because I need the fresh air in, and then have the heating on and the heater on. So that's oh the God. sad person that I am, because I can't function in the cold. I physically can't function. My brain can't think except anything except for I am cold. Yeah. Right. So I feel. So I can't work. I can't. I just want to curl up. And in summer, I am the absolute opposite. It can be forty degrees outside, and I will go to the gym. Yeah. It's like. I am happy to do that. I will, I will, and everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, no, I'm fine. I can cook in the kitchen with the oven on and everything on in the heat. I am the only weird one like that in our house. But I, so this is difficult for me. Come 30th of September, I put my fan heater away. Uh, are you okay? Because I know this is a big step I'm not okay. I wasn't okay because I had to, because then last week I was ill and then I took it out. <laughs> so, but I, I am consciously using it less. But then the other thing I, the reason I use it less is because I also have dry eye oh, and a dry yeah, we're all and, and Yeah, and so the blepharitis, sufferers. but my, this is quite severe, but then I also have a really dry throat. Mm. And as you know, when we're doing talking and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. constantly, constantly, whatever. So me, it's tear and tap. And I don't have that many jumpers because I'm a, like a jeans and vest kind of person. And all I pretended <laughs> to do in winter was put blazers and sweatshirts on over things. So it's just like my summer wardrobe with a different jacket and just boots and trainers instead of sandals and flip-flops. Um, so I have had to invest in a few more of these and I'm wearing them already. So I don't know what I'm going to do in a couple of months time. Um, keep wearing, wearing socks. Just keep wearing them. So I've, yeah. I've, I've, this year I've actually- When it gets cold, I need more. You will need, yeah, and you'll need exactly. a jumper under a jumper. I do that. My children are like. I hate layering. And that's one thing about me. I hate layering. I hate anything up here on my throat. I hate. So, you know, the, you probably see me in winter. I'm always got scarves on loose around my neck because that's how I keep myself warm. Yeah. But mm. things are for me, it's going to be about layering, always having socks on at home. Yeah. I have like two, three pairs of socks on sometimes. I go to bed with socks as well. So do I. Yeah, go to bed. I, I wanted extra to pay blankets yeah extra blankets the socks and thing. we've got an extension going on like you I said as well so at the moment it's open whack in the cold, cold it's all open downstairs yeah and it's dusty so it's not great and just hot drinks I have to function otherwise yeah I I, I go into hibernate mode yeah so do I I like you know when you just want to curl up in a ball and you That's just it. my fingernails go blue can't do anything my fingernails yeah. go blue in my own house because I'm no, I do. They do, and my nose because like the, my <gasps> nose is the worst. Yeah, and like and 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 like obviously my you know delightful husband always makes jokes about oh my god your nose is like in a different time zone isn't it that's why it gets so cold because uh, yeah anyway it does because I, knew you were say that, I can but <laughs> but it is but it's so cold and you know if I if I hug someone and my nose touches them they're like what the hell like are you okay if what? your nose <laughs> if your nose is cold it's it, you are actually cold yeah. Forget your feet in your hands. If your nose is cold, that's it. Right now, yeah, <laughs> that's a sign. Yeah, I always know I'm really cold when my nose is cold, and I'm nose. always doing this. You'll see me doing this when I'm cold. You're like my nose, my nose. I understand. That's how I check. I get that's it. Thank you, Rina. I'm not the weird one. I'm even, not the only weird one that does stuff like that. Even sometimes when but I have yeah, coffee, but I have to. I, I put the cup like like this on my nose to warm it. 
but my, yeah, my cup goes all over my face. It goes anywhere where it needs to go, right? Yeah. So it's just you, like you have tea. <laughs> your cup goes all I'm over your face. I'm as well. I just transferring heat. I, I do, sit I there and that. I hold my mug like this, and then I hold it, mother, and because of my blepharitis as well, it's really nice. Yeah. And, and it's like that, and then on my head, you can put the bottom. My of dad does it as well. My dad does there. it as well. That's yeah, like but yeah, nice. but my dad does it as well. He he gets cold. I've got to say he gets cold, mm. and he does that kind of stuff too. And I'm like, I'm not the only one, but I'm probably more active than him in the cold. But in some ways, but he does tell me off for. He thinks it's funny how I have the fan heater. I've had it since a kid, so yeah, I've always had a yeah. fan heater in my room since since I've been a kid because I've always felt the cold. So it's gonna. I'm scared. I'm worried, but at the same time. You just got to do what you got to do, right? To help everybody. And even though we're not poor or anything like that, it's just about doing the right thing and keeping the bills down for everybody in the house. We, um, and and being sensible about mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, and and you know, it's just good practice, best practice, just with energy, the environment, all of that. Yeah. Anyway. So we the kids are loving their four minute showers. <laughs> Got are you timing them? The Your kids <laughs> yeah. are amazing. The they're proper on it. But well, they do love a fan heater though. Wet whilst they're getting changed when they've come out of the bath, and I'm like, no, no, no. Let's let's try and just do star jumps in the heat. Just in the heat of the bath, you know, the steam. Like with a steam, just do yeah. it really quickly because they want to lounge about and. You know, yeah, I know. I, I feel really one of nasty, the, but you know, they should get used to these things. It's fine. They, you know, they're you, good. You know, you said with the with the steam of the bathroom, like uh, one of the articles was like, when you have a shower, leave the bathroom door open so that the steam and the hot steam can go into the rest of the house or into whatever. House. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you would want to do that I mean I don't I tend to I've got this habit of like I'll be having conversations with my kids and I literally won't even close the door and I'll go to the bathroom and keep on having my conversation with them um which is fine but then I started doing it when I go to other people's houses as well and they're like what are you doing <laughs> they're like what are you doing and I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry I forgot um but the yeah the door open I don't know don't know about that um I I one thing I do, and I'm like a proper grandma, is like before I get into my bed, and this is like, so you can have the heating off, right? And then do this. You need to be in, in a warm bed. That's the worst thing to be in a cold bed, right? So I get the fan heater and I heat my bed up with my fan heater before I get into it. Or a hairdryer, whatever is available, right? I'll heat it up and I, and I don't care if this is like woodified or whatever. Um, my, I think my dad used to do this as well. He probably still does it. But Why don't you he, sit on the bed for a while before getting into it? <laughs> No, that I, actually, it's not a bad. Uh, if you read in bed, and obviously, you, if you're just going to jump into bed and go to sleep, that's difficult. But if you sit in it or sit up in sit it, sit on it, and then get in bit. it, it's a but little bit warmer. Me, it's hot water bottles all the way. I think yeah, hot water, water, water bottles, yeah. bottles will be, you know. I, I so have I'm a, planning to. I'm plan. I've literally melted through one, so I need. A, I need a few more now because. Um, I have I one of those we'll be beanies. Using them a lot. Microwave beanies as well. Oh, there's toys. Yeah, they're like quite good. Those. Yeah, I sent dad ruined a couple that I gave to him. And then, yeah, so I've got a new one. And yeah, but they're good as well. Just stick it in the microwave for a minute and it, it's fine for a while. Yeah, instead of standing there with a the hairdryer. I do. But it's I like do. we talk about all of this. And the thing is, for me, this is about conserving energy, right? It's not just about the heating, it's about electricity generally. 
and and it's like how much do we how many gadgets do we have that we charge how you know like we don't use mechanical stuff anymore mm. so if we were a bit more sensible maybe we don't need an electric alarm clock maybe we don't need an electric this and an electric that maybe we can use more mechanical things that we used to do and move our arms and legs a bit more to keep them moving you know so what mm. you have to remember to wind up a clock or something like that or um we weren't using that much power we're constantly charging everything all the time but even when when it's charged that well, uses power the one of the best books that i have read recently is this book um and i need to i need to remember what it's called but it's it is a book for kids and i got it in the library um Oh, <laughs> I got, I've, this, I've got this really funny comment, which I'm going to read out in a minute. But this book, I got it from the library and it is about uh, like how to kind of save the planet for kids. It's kind of like a paperback book and it's so good. And I've literally learned yeah. so much from this kid's book. And then it's like most um, devices are charged after a certain time, but we leave them in. And then, you know, it's pennies kind of draining away. They don't need to be on charge after they're fully charged. So you're just wasting mm. energy. Just things like that. Um Okay, so this, yeah, it's small things. I think we need to just kind of realize that kind of stuff. Yeah, let me. I've got, I've got, I've got another. I've got another comment. You should read that one. What? Can you see? Can you see this? You should read that one out. Okay. Yes. What? Can I? Can I read it? Go on then. Can you see it? You need to put it back up. No, you need to put it back up for me to read. Oh, it is up, isn't it? You should read it. Go on. You might want to consider the person it. already in the bed before putting the fan heater on is a, a comment that we have. That is a very sensible <laughs> comment, actually, because if my brother's sitting on the sofa, I always tuck my feet under him or <laughs> cuddling. I and he's dog. always like, get off me because he's always cold, hot. Mm. And I'm like, but you're my radiator. That, well, <laughs> this the thing is, the fan heater thing, this is, I am only using it. Uh, yeah, a body heat, yeah. So I'm only using the fan heater if I get into bed before my husband okay because otherwise he's the heater he's the heater i don't need the fan okay. heater okay so you know obviously using him for heat as well as other things but that i feel like there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> this year and i want to put this out as well that you know body heat cuddling it's very nice in the winter but you know you don't have to um just get with somebody to to, to have that kind of warmth like stay just, warm the, the fan heater if it's a if it's a choice between getting with somebody who's not right for you so you can cuddle someone in the winter and be warm or a fan heater i would say just uh, go for the fan heater think just about, go for the fan heater yeah, yeah i agree with you. you know what i mean think on it before you jump in to a cold bed with somebody to try and keep warm think on it wait till spring at least that's what i would say <laughs> Anyway, anyway, ladies, thank you so much for the tips, for the chat, for everything. And thank you for the comments, for those who have tuned in to the YouTube live. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, um, then thank you for listening. If you want to see our faces and um, the random comments that pop up, that you can go to the Mummy Imperfect YouTube channel. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening. And um, you can follow me on Insta, Rena D. Annabelle, or Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect, where you can find info and clips of all the previous episodes of the Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect. That is all from us. Until next week. Bye. 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 Bye.